Welcome to Ask the Expert. Today, we are, have the pleasure of, of speaking with uh, Dr. Juan Carlos Jam. He's an MD, he's a professor of medicine, chief of the Division of Endocrinology, Diabetes and Metabolism um, at the Department of Medicine and director for the Center of Diabe for Diabetes and Endocrine Research, uh, CEDER, at the College of Medicine and Life Sciences, University of Toledo, which is formerly the Medical College of Ohio. Dr. Wam Ajam uh, earned his medical degree from the University of Buenos Aires, Argentina, and he completed his internal medicine residency at Albert Einstein, New York. He then completed two fellowships, one in endocrinology, diabetes and metabolism, and one in molecular medicine at UCSF. His clinical interest is in thyroid diseases and diabetes with research interests focused on endocrine autoimmunity and cancer. Um, and he was recently vested as an investigator uh, of the prestigious Helmsley Foundation. So welcome, um, Dr. Jam, and we're very interested to hear you talk to us about homing of antigen-specific CAR-T regulatory cells to the human pancreatic islets and preclinical type 1 diabetes reversal. That is very interesting. Um, welcome, and um, very interested to hear what, uh, what you have to say. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for the introduction and this uh, invitation to present my data. I apologize for my voice. I just came off a cold. So um, uh, bear with me. I'm going to try to be as clear as I can. And most of my slides have uh, uh, the message already uh, there, already written. So uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, this is our uh, based, uh, the Center for Diabetes and Endocrine Research, CEDAR. Um, I show you here our campus, basic science and clinical translational. Um, uh, uh, we, we perform research you know, on, on the topic um, and, and um, I'm happy to share results. So uh, yeah, a long title, uh, bear with me. I will go in details of uh, what I'm trying to say here, but uh, homing of antigen specific CAR T cells, uh, in this case, regulatory cells, uh, to uh, human pancreatic islets and, and the results of a preclinical type 1 uh, diabetes reversal trial. <clears throat> so just briefly, and you know, most of the audience may know this, um, um, I'm talking about uh, CAR T-cell, chimeric antigen receptor uh, T-cell. Um, this is a website of a company that uh, produces these uh, cells already for um, uh, cancer immunotherapy, uh, just to uh, um, provide an example of um, how um, these uh, cells are developed. Um, so um, as you can see, there is a T cell here, uh, a chimeric antigen receptor construct, and then the product on the right-hand side of a CAR T cell. <clears throat> the process starts by uh, um, uh, removing uh, 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 T cells from peripheral blood <clears throat> of, of um, patients uh, that are in need of the therapy. The um, second step is uh, taking those T cells into a laboratory and uh, uh, genetically engineer the cells um, to find a specific target. Uh, we call this, you know, giving the GPS address for these cells to find the target is uh, what is done in the lab. And then the cells are, are uh, um, uh, returned to the uh, subject uh, for the uh, specific therapy, in this case, you know, um, uh, immunotherapy of cancer. Um, these um, uh, uh, CAR T cells 
uh, have been in, in, in the literature for a while. And in um, uh, the discovery was uh, 1993 and it's, uh, um, it's um, uh, for um, uh, uh, an investigator um, in the uh, research institute um, in, in Israel, the Weizmann Research Institute, um, in which they show how to remove the um, uh, binding domain of an antibody and, um, uh, uh, and, and hook that up into a T cell receptor. Um, these early uh, CAR T cells were not um, uh, really uh, clinically relevant as they did not uh, proliferate, they did not uh, uh, survive um, uh, uh, for, for um, a prolonged period of time. So um, the uh, investigation continued along the way. Here I show you a timeline of um, how CAR T cells evolved uh, and, and uh, starting uh, with the discovery in 1993. Uh, this is the uh, Coley Award that was given for CAR T cell uh, immunotherapy of cancer to Dr. Uh, Michael uh, Sutherland and, and Dr. Carl Hume um, from uh, uh, Memorial Sloan Catherine and um, uh, UPenn. <clears throat> so the award was basically given when the first publications came, came about on treatment of patients um, uh, with, with um, uh, cancer, uh, with, with these uh, immune cells. <clears throat> so the um, first generation of CAR T cells I mentioned were not uh, uh, clinically relevant. However, the second generation, which I highlighted here in 2003, uh, uh, showed that the cells were um, uh, uh, able to um, uh, proliferate in vitro uh, by adding a co-stimulatory molecule to the uh, CAR construct. And that's how uh, the science progressed within uh, 10 years. The um, first uh, report on, on successful treatment uh, came about to, to 2013, and as early as 2017, they uh, reached the market. Again, CAR T cells uh, for the treatment of cancer. These are cytotoxic uh, um, uh, uh, immune cells. And these are just the, the papers that I uh, quoted uh, in 2013 for, in this case, the treatment of um, uh, 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 lymphoblastic, uh, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Um, uh, this is the second paper from uh, Dr. Carl Jun uh, at UPenn. And uh, it, you know, it highlights the power of these um, uh, therapies. Uh, here, two children with uh, um, uh, relapsed uh, and, and refractory uh, uh, cancer, uh, uh, um, acute lymphocytic leukemia, were treated with their own uh, um, uh, immune cells modified as CAR uh, to target a specific uh, protein in the uh, leukemia cells, the uh, CD19. And, and um, uh, you know, the therapy uh, worked. So um, these two, two patients um, um, uh, were able to survive the disease. The cells uh, definitely killed the uh, cancer and, um, and, and proven to be you know, efficacious. So uh, this was kind of the seminal work that led to the uh, FDA approval of these therapies. Now, just so you can see the power of this technology, these are, uh, we call it the uh, uh, clinical trial uh, universe of, of um, uh, uh, CAR T cell therapies, uh, just pointing out uh, different stages of, of uh, clinical trials. 
uh, uh, going on, phase one, phase two, uh, pivotal here, and, and only, only these uh, two, not three, uh, um, CAR T cells are in the market uh, these days. So lots of research in the background for treatment of, in this case, uh, cancer. <clears throat> this is just to highlight, you know, one of the companies that is uh, 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 generating, you know, several clinical trials against many cancers. Now, this article was provocative in the um, uh, New York Times uh, some time ago. Can, can uh, this treatment that is CAR T cells uh, 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 that obviously can cure cancer, can it, can it in this case mend the heart? The, the idea here was um, uh, to, to you know, raise the question, can modified immune cells be trained uh, not just to attack tumor, but to do different things? And the picture just show a, a CAR T cell um, on, on attacking on to uh, leukemia cells. Uh, so so um, just to, to give you a graphic uh, view of um, how the process uh, seems to take place. So, so it's a cell-to-cell -cell interaction and uh, there are some cytokines that are being produced by the uh, CAR T cell that end up uh, in this case destroying uh, a tumor. So we can definitely say that uh, in the case of CAR T, regulatory cells, they can mend pancreatic islets. And what I'm gonna show you is our discovery of way to cure autoimmune diabetes in an animal model first, and then try to translate those results into uh, some uh, ex vivo experiments with uh, human tissues. Um, so as far as you know, the immunopathology of type one diabetes, um, chronic autoimmune disease of the pancreas, uh, beta cell, which uh, you know, uh, uh, end up eliminated this, this insulin producing cell um, as, as the disease progresses. Here is a, a, a schematic representation of a beta cell, um, the one, you know, cell that produces insulin in the pancreas. And I highlight the presence of a target here, the target we use, glutamic acid decarboxylase 65 isoform, a membrane bound uh, a protein, that is uh, um, uh, in charge of uh, um, uh, converting glutamic acid into, into uh, GABA, gamma amino butyric acid. So the decarboxylation of glutamic acid renders uh, GABA uh, uh, um, product. And, and uh, we know this is a protein present in, present in, in um, uh, beta cells, in uh, human and um, uh, beta cells. Juan, is this, um, can you, uh, the membrane anchorage, is that a GPI linkage? Uh, no, this is, um, this is a palmitolation domain. I see. Uh, that uh, is, you know, present ubiquitously in, in uh, GAT65. GAT I can give you more details about GAT65, but basically it's a, it's a, a protein present in GABAergic neurons in the brain. Yes. Yes, uh, I, I know a little bit about it. I think the audience does as well. I just wondered okay. when, when you guys are pointing out membrane anchorage. Yes. Uh, what is that? I, I, what is well, that sequence? So, so I, I, I highlight that point because, you know, we know this is a membrane bound protein. And um, being a membrane bound protein is at least on a membrane compartment within, within the um, uh, beta cell. The reality is that this um, uh, 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 GAT65 travels in vesicles, uh, in, in exovesicles. And, and, and so, so it's not just within the cell, but also outside the cell, at least in the interstitial space. 
that uh, you find in the in the islets. It's an important feature for you know what our approach was for uh, uh, um, these uh, therapeutics. Yes. So, I, I, and you know, I'll, I'll make it clearer as we go. Uh, so, so as far as you know, diabetes, we know that uh, effector T cells attack these uh, pancreatic beta cells in an antigen-specific manner, and that glutamic acid decarboxylase antibodies are present in most patients uh, as, as a primary um, uh, antibody. As a matter of fact, we use it now commercially for uh, the diagnosis of type one diabetes and the definition of uh, you know which type of diabetes patients have. Uh, so again, for diabetes, we don't have <clears throat> a current uh, treatment. And uh, uh, this audience obviously knows that uh, injections of insulin is uh, how we go about. Uh, yes, pancreatic transplants seem to work, but uh, surgery is needed there. Um, so to abort the autoimmunity against the, uh, you know, this insulin uh, producing beta cell, um, uh, cytotoxic T cells need to be downregulated. I mean, that, that is kind of a given. Um, we know those are the culprits. Here, here we call them effector cells, TF. Uh, and and uh, we know that the downregulation of TF, T, 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 you know, T effector cells or cytotoxic T cells is happening um, uh, um, all, all around this um, uh, attack uh, by, by regulatory cells, uh, which are you know expected to be uh, abundantly present, uh, 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 but the, the, their, their failure obviously uh, um, tells uh, something different. So, um, so if you know if the problem um, is not enough or or in, if it's not uh, well fit, if you wish, T regulatory cells uh, 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 to get sixty five, um, then then we you know can explore how to address that issue. And uh, so we thought of treating uh, type one diabetes with um, expanded, um, you know, uh, patients own Tregs, modify as a card, and in this case specific for GAT65. So our GPS address for the uh, chimeric antigen receptor modification is, is GAT65 in our case. And I'll, I'll show you some of our uh, results next. So um, again, to abort the autoimmunity uh, towards the, uh, beta cells, cytotoxic T cells need to be downregulated, and you know these uh, regulatory uh, T cells uh, could could do that job. So so um, here in the graphic, you you can see uh, um, the modified uh, T reg with the chimeric antigen receptor as we designed, and obviously the idea was that. If the cell were to find the antigen, if the cell were to find the target, could deliver this uh, uh, um, cooling, you know, immune uh, response um, uh, directly on site. So, you know, regulatory T cells produce uh, different kinds of anti-inflammatory cytokines and also act on a membrane-membrane um, uh, action onto onto cytotoxic uh, um, cells. So. <clears throat> Our you know, goals here were to first develop an animal model of type 1 diabetes that closely resemble uh, the human condition, and uh, we have achieved that, and, and then designed a GAT65-specific CAR-T uh, you know, uh, therapy uh, with, with cells that we were able to reach the target um, in, in the model and also in humans. 
Um, we wanted to test that these uh, cells uh, were able to reverse the process of, of diabetes. Uh, and, and, um, and, and that, you know, could translate into uh, uh, the same kind of phenomenon, uh, at least ex vivo, uh, uh, with uh, um, human gut uh, 65T regs and, and human pancreatic islets. So um, we, as I said, uh, move on to uh, producing uh, a couple of things, a couple of reagents that were very important for this line of experiments. One was obviously the animal model, uh, which uh, we, um, uh, the University of Toledo generated already a patent for. Uh, and, and the other one obviously was the uh, uh, CAR-T cell approach uh, for, for the treatment of um, uh, autoimmune uh, diabetes, uh, as well as other autoimmune diseases and transplants. So um, uh, we have this already on file. And, and um, the design of how we did this uh, is uh, shown in here. Uh, basically, um, uh, we took that antigen, the GAT65 antigen. I show you schematic representation of an N-terminal uh, domain here, a C-terminal domain and a middle region of GAT65. This was important for us uh, uh, on the design of uh, which uh, area of, of GAT65 would we be targeting for these um, um, uh, uh, CART you know, constructs. So uh, we selected human uh, monoclonal antibodies that um, were able to uh, recognize uh, specific domains uh, of GAT65. These are naturally occurring human monoclonal antibodies that again, come from patients with type one diabetes we um, uh, took, obviously, uh, the, um, uh, from, from the T-cell receptor, several pieces that are shown in here, uh, the Zeta domain, uh, CD28 co-stimulatory molecule. And again, uh, use that um, uh, monoclonal uh, paratope that is the recognition do domain of the uh, monoclonal antibody uh, and, and link it to the um, chimeric antigen receptor. Again, uh, that was um, uh, uh, transferred into uh, regulatory uh, T cells. Here is just to show a Western blot of, of the presence of the CARs on regulatory cells, and also the fact that the uh, uh, transfer of these chimeras onto the T cells was, um, uh, was precisely onto a regulatory uh, um, T cells. You can see here the expression of the CD25 and uh, FOXP3, which are the markers of, um, of uh, uh, CAR T cells. <clears throat> so as far as the animal model, I give you a hint of how uh, this was done, but you know, it, it's a uh, work uh, uh, that took years uh, for, for that, uh, as to get simplified in this graphic. You can see that we are working in the background of uh, two different uh, uh, mice. Uh, C57 black 6 and the BTBR. Um, uh, and and um, we specifically introduced the human GAT65 uh, uh, gene. Uh, mice do not express GAT65, they express GAT67. So, if anything, you know, they, they express trivial amounts of, of the GAT65 protein. So, we needed to have the uh, GAT65 uh, incorporated as a trans gene. And, um, and we use obviously the, the, the human GAT65. And, and also in order to make the animals susceptible for the development of, of diabetes, uh, uh, the human DQ8 
uh, um, uh, uh, MHC class two uh, molecule was incorporated. So uh, in, in, in this background and with these two transgenes and over uh, generations of uh, impaired fasting glucose, uh, an animal model with spontaneous uh, diabetes, type one diabetes was generated. <clears throat> Again, with genetic predisposition, human genetic predisposition, and obviously with the human uh, uh, antigen target uh, of, of our choice. This is just a scheme of how we went about treating these animals with the CAR T-Rex. So I, I'll, I'll show you the details uh, um, in, in the next uh, slides of, of the results, but uh, what you see here is you know, four groups of animals, and we um, work with two different chimeras directed to two different regions of GAT65. We call them chimera N for, uh, 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 for, for N-terminal N region and <clears throat> chimera M for the middle region. Uh, these are uh, controls. EPCAM uh, is against um, just a, uh, an adhesion molecule, uh, chimera. And, and also we use a normal T-Rex that is unmodified T-Rex as, as control. So four groups of animals with diabetes, um, all of them very similar, were immunized with um, uh, uh, these, these cells. And again, follow over a 30-day uh, 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 period. So what we follow was you know, glucose uh, um, uh, uptake, uh, I mean, glucose uh, tolerant test in, in which we were able to uh, see that the animals uh, um, uh, improved over, over time and also measure insulin secretion every time we checked for uh, the glucose tolerant test. Uh, we also graded the um, pancreatic uh, um, islets at, um, at the end of the, of the trial, just to see uh, how this uh, intervention um, modify the profile of Im you know, immune cell uh, proliferation, I mean, immune cell infiltration of, of the islets. And, and uh, again, you know, there is a score being given here for, for um, uh, how the uh, profile of T cells changed uh, over, over, that, um, over that period. So uh, as you can see, you know, for the, um, for the grading, obviously the animals that um, uh, were treated with the, with the chimeras uh, uh, that had the GAT65 uh, was obviously much better than um, what we saw in controls. Let me just show you the um, next slide here. So this is for the uh, glucose tolerance test, the comparison of um, control group in orange uh, and, and also the chimera M treated group, the chimera N treated group, and the group that was treated with plain regulatory T cells uh, unmodified. And uh, as you can see at, at 30 days, and this was really remarkable for, for what we were expecting here, but at 30 days, there was a clear improvement of uh, the uh, glucose tolerant test uh, on the uh, uh, GAT65 uh, CAR T cells treated uh, groups. Um, we noticed that, you know, regulatory, plain regulatory T cells didn't do uh, uh, much of a, of a job. And, and uh, the, um, um, uh, this is just, uh, you know, the histology of, of uh, what we found. So on top, you have a pancreas of an animal that was not uh, treated. And, and as you can see, these animals do not have much islets present. Uh, and and um, the diabetes, um, you know, is, is really 
shown by the lack of um, beta cell mass in, in, in these uh, individuals. When, when they are treated with the chimeras, and on the left-hand side, you have the chimera M, on the right, you have chimera N, and within 30 days, there is a, a islet uh, regeneration, uh, if you wish. Um, and and um, the, the, uh, in, in the case of the chimera M, you still see some islets that are infiltrated, but new islets uh, seem to come about that seem uh, to take over uh, the function of insulin production. And, and for chimera N, uh, we had a similar, a similar situation. <clears throat> This is just to um, uh, show uh, how the um, uh, tracking of this GAT65 CAR-T rec end up happening in the animal model. So as uh, soon as you know we um, uh, infuse these cells, 24 hours after actually, uh, you know, a sizable amount of cells end up in in the pancreas, and and um, and and you know also is picked up obviously in peripheral blood and and spleen. These are um, GAT65 uh, CAR T cells that were co-transfected with green fluorescent protein. Um, the pancreatic lymph node, however, uh, lacks of lack of, of all of these cells. So within 24 hours, the cells, yes, reach the pancreas, they are found on the periphery, they're found on the spleen, but they cannot uh, uh, be found on the uh, pancreatic lymph node. And, and uh, we, we track these cells in, in vivo, again, using a green fluorescent protein. Here is, um, uh, is uh, the, the uh, result of the, uh, uh, the summary of the results. But uh, again, you, you can find them in peripheral blood as well as spleen and also in, in the uh, pancreas, but not on the pancreatic lymph nodes 24 hours after infusion. And um, I hope you can appreciate this. This is, uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, 3D uh, disco uh, morphology uh, image of um, of a pancreatic islet. Um, the close-up is basically on this first lane uh, in, in red insulin, and uh, the green fluorescent protein, uh, you know, was in the um, RT, the GAT65 CAR T Rex. Here we also stain for GAT65, which by the way, co-stains with, uh, with um, uh, insulin. And, and it, this is just to, to prove that within 24 hours, the cells are able to uh, find, find the target in, in vivo. Um, I think that's kind of what we explain here. Uh, when you go from bottom to top, it's just a matter of, um, of um, uh, magnification. Uh, but again, um, the, the cells reach the islets. Uh, oh. Is eating healthy? Excuse me. Sorry, I'm just oh, I'm admitting someone into the into the talk. We just had another oh, okay. someone join us. Sorry. Okay, no, that's fine. So, so um, again, uh, the summary of that um, uh, data for for mice is that we we immunize the animals, and within 30 days, uh, cells uh, seem to have a, a beneficial effect. Uh, the tracking of the cell showed us that uh, within 24 hours they reach the um, uh, islets, and and uh, obviously the, the process of healing starts uh, right away. Now, you know, in order to be relevant, this should be uh, shown to uh, um, uh, you know similarly uh, reach uh, human uh, targets. So um, so here here. 
I, I show you uh, uh, basically our in vitro experiments now for um, uh, human CAR T-Rex. The GAT65 contract, constructs are uh, the same. The same we use for the mice are here being used uh, for modification of um, human cells. So in, in, in these cases, these are patients that were uh, scheduled to have pancreatic surgery for um, uh, clinical indications, um, uh, not diabetes, uh, you know, usually pancreatic cancer or pancreatitis. And um, so what we did is uh, we recruited these patients and, and uh, uh, first isolated the uh, human uh, T-Rex from peripheral blood. Uh, and and um, again, two weeks prior to the surgery, um, uh, the, the patient donated a sample of blood that uh, we took into the lab, um, isolate T-Rex, modify them to express the um, uh, chimeric antigen receptor against GAT65, and then had you know, enough time to um, uh, grow them and expand them in vitro before the day of the surgery. Um, the day of the surgery, uh, a wedge of pancreas uh, is facilitated to us and we isolate the islets, as you can see here on the left-hand uh, side uh, panel, um, uh, from, from uh, normal areas of the pancreas. Again, you know, if this was pancreatic cancer, uh, the tumor site is sent to pathology and only the wedge of normal uh, pancreatic tissue is the one we work with. So we isolated the islets and then again, co-culture, co-culture the autologous uh, uh, pancreatic islets with, with the CAR T-Rex. Again, same individual, uh, now this CAR T-Rex uh, against GAT65 carrying green fluorescent protein uh, uh, it, it seemed to find the islet uh, uh, readily, as I said, in the first uh, 20, 24 hours. And, and here you see the costaining of uh, GAT65 with the uh, GFP. So I have the specific uh, examples here. We have done this uh, three times with three different patients. And, and uh, as you can see, within, within the 24 hours uh, uh, um, of, of co-culture, the camera is already picking up uh, the um, uh, movement of the um, CAR-T that recognize the GAT65 on top of the islets. Um, they uh, proliferate significantly. And here I show the 48 and 72 hours, you know, left and right uh, uh, um, uh, effect on the CAR-T uh, cell. So, you know, one of the features of this and um, uh, T regulatory cells um, uh, modified by CAR is that when the chimeric antigen, antigen receptor finds the target, then the signal is for proliferation and cytokine production. So, what we can see uh, very clear is that within the 48 hour window, the cells uh, um, started to uh, duplicate and, and keep on proliferating um, uh, uh, on, on site. This is just the third patient to show that the proliferation continues at 72 hours. And um, again, at this time, we measure cytokines just to prove that in the, in the, uh, in the supernatant, the dominant uh, uh, species was, was um, you know, the uh, CAR uh, uh, T-reg uh, uh, production of, of, of cytokine. So, Try to go fast on this. Uh, hopefully, we have time for questions. But um, we, we sure, yeah, we definitely do. We'll, we'll we, we can we, we can continue a little bit longer. Yeah. So 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 the the summary is basically that um, for for us is the first time to 
uh, observed a therapeutic approach that was successful in abrogating the, the diabetes in our mouse model. We have tried many things uh, in this animal model, and as opposed to NOD mouse, these animals do not uh, get better with interventions. So uh, this was the first time we were able to revert the, um, the phenotype of diabetes on the on the 30-day trial. I just wanted to emphasize that. Um, also, uh, the antigen-specific proliferative capacity of these uh, uh, GAT65 CAR uh, uh, constructs uh, was uh, five times uh, uh, higher than that of naive uh, normal, uh, you know, T-Rex, and and um, this provides, uh, you know, evidence for for superiority of um, uh, of uh, this CAR T-Rex over normal T-Rex on on diabetes and reversal. Uh, finally, we are, uh, you know, moving on to uh, human experimentation uh, uh, in, in vitro, of course, with, with this uh, homing uh, of uh, engineer GAT65 um, uh, CAR T-Rex uh, onto um, uh, human autologous um, uh, pancreatic islets. And this proved to us that, you know, the same contract that were used uh, before for the uh, reversal of diabetes in mice are um, also uh, uh, potentially uh, uh, useful in, in uh, human uh, clinical trials. So <clears throat> yeah, I have one more slide for future directions. Obviously, obviously that uh, the uh, next uh, step for us is to move this into um, a human trial, a phase one to a, a clinical trial. Um, the scheme is basically very, very simple here. It's, um, uh, taking uh, blood, uh, peripheral blood from patients, we know that we can find these uh, regulatory T cells in enough volumes, in enough amounts, just, just with uh, uh, two teaspoons of, of blood. So um, 10 cc of blood is what we have been uh, using and provides enough uh, regulatory T cells for us to do the chimeric antigen receptor mod modification in vitro and the expansion. So, uh, so hopefully, as I said, uh, we can translate this into um, uh, clinical trials in the in the near future. Thank, Thank you very much. This is a fascinating approach. Um, I, you know, I applaud you for taking the lessons from uh, cancer therapy and bringing it to type one diabetes. I had a couple of questions. You know, I, it says it says here you guys are going to. Uh, you know, begin uh, using uh, collected uh, PBMCs from LADA patients. Um, now, why did you choose LADA patients versus just, um, you know, the, the endotype maybe in a two-year-old or a 13-year-old, a purely type 1 diabetes patient? No, so <clears throat> what I wrote there is type 1D-LADA. So we will include both. Okay, and great. That's yeah, wonderful. The idea here was, you know, if we were to choose a population, we would like to start with, you know, early onset uh, diabetics or new onset diabetics, uh, just because of the impact that this could have on them. But uh, potentially, uh, we think that, um, you know, this approach may be suitable, even for patients that have had diabetes for many years. Can so, I ask you, um, in, the early, in an earlier, though, that's great, uh, in an earlier slide, you showed that the patient would have to have um, a short course of chemotherapy prior to the infusion. Is it, would this be the case here as well? No, uh, for uh, for cancer that has been the approach, 
that is only use the CAR T cells as a, as a second line of therapy right. uh, for diabetes that will not be the case whatsoever. So, so the idea here is to you know replenish regulatory cells that are specific for the target, and and there is no need for any kind of intervention prior prior to the um, CAR T reg treatment. That's also great. So unlike you know some of the other eyelid uh, implantation approaches, there will be no need for immune suppression. Correct. And then um, I also want to ask you with the. Um, you know, what, what is, what's the thought around, you know, the T-MEMS, the memory cells? Um, because those are, right, once the patient has type 1, the memory cells are, you know, kind of hanging out in the lymph nodes, ready for some other insult to happen where they, you know, they're reactivated. So where, um, what about those? Would this be, so, so you'd have this treatment with the infusion of the CAR T-cells, <clears throat> what if later down the line, the person gets, you know, Coxsackie or a viral insult, and then of course the islet, you know, is under more stress and perhaps elicits another immune attack from the memory cells. Would that be a cause for, for another infusion or what's your, what, what are you thinking? So, yeah, this is the beauty of this uh, um, CAR T cell therapy. We know now that the CAR T cells stay with the individual for a decade. So, you know, this comes from the uh, cancer uh, um, uh, treatments. So, so, so we know that the CAR T cells go and do their job up until, you know, the, um, uh, or, or as the antigen is available to them. So in, in the case of uh, patients with leukemia, when the leukemia comes back, there is a resurgence of the CAR T cells that were infused in the first place. So there is no need for retreatment whatsoever. The case of diabetes, we think is gonna behave the same way. That is the CAR T-Rex will be present there. And as soon as there is a need for the presence of regulation, these CAR T-cells always have that antigen available to them. The more antigen that becomes available, that is the, the um, uh, you know, potential destruction of new beta cells will bring about another wave of T-reg expansion. And uh, so, so, so kind of you know, controlling the situation on their own for the life of the individual. Uh, again, this is hypothetical. We have not done the studies for more than, as you can see, 30 days. But the hypothesis here is that this uh, CAR-T proliferate on demand. Whenever the antigen is available, they proliferate. And since they are at the site, uh, the uh, cooling effect uh, of, of the immune response will happen at the same you know, time the <clears throat> is happening. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. So clonal expansion on demand. Mm -hmm. And what about, um, oh, sorry. I, I want to ex extend this to people in the audience. Would anyone like to ask a question? Please feel free to unmute yourself or raise your hand. Um, I see several people are there, but no one's raising their hand. Um, I, guess, I guess my final question is, how do you see this technology sort of dovetailing with what Sonoma Bio um, in the Bay Area, um, headed by Jeff Bluestone, is trying to accomplish? Or, you know, do you guys have a collaboration? Do you, are you, you know, running after the same technology? How do you see the, um, the, the technologies, the two technologies sort of moving the ball forward? 
So we do not have specific, as you know, there are several companies now, not just Sonoma Therapeutic, but Avata in, in the East Coast, you know, yes. Mathis and, and uh, even, you know, in Europe. Uh, um, uh, so the approaches have been uh, different uh, in general. Uh, what we know, uh, we were the first ones coming up with this, you know, and that's why we have this uh, technology uh, patent. Um, I don't know what Sonoma, you know, is looking at. I know they're working on rheumatoid arthritis and a similar approach for rheumatoid arthritis. And, and you know, as I said, Avata is concentrated on MS, multiple sclerosis uh, approach. So um, I, I think, you know, I mean, we are open to collaborations, of course. And, and uh, we would, as I said, like to move this into a, a clinical phase uh, as fast as we can. We need all the help we can get for that to happen. So, um, so yes, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think, uh, uh, I mean, it's comforting to see that, you know, this big, uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, uh, personalities in, in the field are uh, moving forward uh, with this technology as well. Uh, so um, we are really, you know, I mean, uh, honored to be part of, the, of, of this wave uh, uh, and, and um, yeah, would like to see happening uh, uh, soon. Yes, it would be great to get, um, you know, on a fast track with the FDA and get, uh, get the trials moving. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I think that the, you know, the, the support by Helmsley okay. is a vote of confidence that uh, you guys are on the right track and that, you know, you potentially can move this forward quickly. And um, I would encourage anyone who is out there who's listening that has an interest to reach out to uh, one, uh, to Dr. Drum and, and speak with him directly about potential collaborations or, um, you know, other things that might move this forward quickly. Well, thank you. Thank you for that pitch. Thank you, Dr. John. Thank you again for speaking with us today. And um, we wish you all the best uh, for moving this technology forward. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity.